Welcome to Kingstar Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. And wherever you're listening from, we believe God's word will impact your everyday life. Nehemiah chapter number eight. Ah. I said I will be brief. I'll try my best to be brief. Jeremiah chapter number eight. And um, it's supposed to be verse 10. But let's just read. Let's just read from, from verse one. Um, just to give you a recap, um, Nehemiah is, is, is a book that just, you know, speaks of the history of Israel and how when they had come, they had come back from captivity, they went back home to rebuild. So Nehemiah went back home to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. So in chapter number eight, Mazoe, Guang. Nanitesa. Okay. Um, so after they after they had built, then Ezra comes up and he comes up with, uh, with uh, basically to us we'll call it the Bible, but he came up with the word of God, the laws of Moses, and they started reading the Bible. And um, um, let's just go ahead. The Bible says, now all the people, now all the people gathered together as one man in the open square um, that was in front of the water gate. And they told Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded Israel. So Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly of men and women and all who could hear with understanding on the first day of the seventh month. Then he read from it in the open square that was in front of the water gates from morning until midday before the men and women and those who could understand and the ears of all the people were attentive to the book of the law. So from morning to midday, they were just reading the book of the law. So Ezra the scribe stood on a platform of wood which they had made for the purpose and beside him at his right hand stood Matithia, Shema, Aniah, uh, Urijah, Hilkiah, and Maaseiah, and at his left hand, Pediah, Mishael, um, Malkijah, Hashum, Hashbadana, Zechariah, and Meshulan. And Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was standing above all the people, and when he opened it, all the people stood up. And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God. Then all the people answered, Amen, Amen, while lifting up their hands, and they bowed their heads and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. Imagine, this is just the opening of the book. Just the opening of the Bible. These people fell on their faces. They lift up their hands, and they worshipped God, and they praised God. Just the book has been opened. It has not been read. I don't know if you understand the power in scriptures. Also, Jeshua, Bani, uh, Sherebiah, Jamin, Akub, she, 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 all those ones, and the Levites helped the people to understand the law, and the people stood in their place. So they read distinctly from the book in the law of God, and they gave the sense and helped them to understand the reading. 
And Nehemiah, who was the governor, Ezra, the priest and scribe, and the Levites, who taught the people, said to all the people, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn nor weep. For all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. Now you need to have a background because they had been in captivity for many years. And when in captivity, they never had a chance to read the Bible. They never had a chance to read the word of God. So once the law was being, you know, was being read for them, once they are hearing what is required of them, once they hear the Lord's mind towards them, they broke down and their hearts were shattered. Then um, he said to them, go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to those of whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Go on. So the Levites quieted all the people, saying, Be still, for the day is holy. Do not be grieved. Let's go. And all the people went their way to eat, and drink to send portions and rejoice greatly because of the words that were declared to them. There is a reason I was on the joy of the Lord's songs today. Some of us, we just normally quote the scripture. We quote the scripture. The Lord, the, you know, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. But some people do not really know the background uh, to, to this scripture. The background is that these guys were in captivity and they could not hear the word of God. And then finally now they are back home and the walls have been rebuilt. And then for the first time they have a chance to hear from a prince, to hear the Lord's mind, the Lord's heart towards him, towards them. But then you have to understand the Mosaic law is very strong. If at all you have ever read Leviticus, you'll understand that there is plenty of do not, do not, do not, do not, do not. If you do this, this shall happen to you. If you do this, the other shall happen to you. So there is a lot of there is a lot of um, consequences to going against the word of God that are written in the in, in, in the book of laws. And once they heard that truth, their hearts were broken. They're like now, you know there, there's a time reached to you. There is a time you hear the word of God and you come to a place and you just ask yourself, Sasa, mimi ni nafa kweli. Or there are times when you read the scriptures, you just know, sitoshei. Yani, when, 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 when I look at the standard of God, when I look at what is required of me, when I look at the holiness of God, when I look at the purity of God, and the things that I do, you know, it's very interesting um, 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 that Frank decided to testify because I didn't know that he would testify. But there are many of us who, when, you know, you sit there, we hear the word of God, you hear the scriptures, and you hear the scriptures saying, the cowards, those that are fear, um, 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 that, th those that walk in fear, those that are addicted in whatever, those that are, um, are liars, those that, um, all those things, you hear those things, and then you tell them they will not see the kingdom of heaven, you're like, I, all these things that have been mentioned here, I fall. As in, I am part and parcel of it. And then you, you know, it goes beyond that. You, you, you hear Pastor Nsia say, if you do not pray, then there are things that shall not be happening in your life. You're like, Jehovah God, I did not pray yesterday, I did not pray the day before yesterday. There are things that when, when the word of God is being preached, it has a tendency to cut you. Because the word of God is a double-edged sword. 
So it will catch you. It will go straight. It will go deep into the issues of your life. Nothing is hidden before the word of God. So once the word of God is being preached, you, you see yourself. You know, for, for us who stand before you and we preach, when, when we were preparing the word, the word already cut us. Hello? But then the, it's, it's, it's a whole different issue when now there is another person who has to stand here and they're preaching and I am sitting there. Believe me, I normally feel like, you know what, I think being on the preaching side is better because I already had my time with God before I came here because the word will catch you. It does not matter who is going to preach to you. It doesn't matter. As long as it is true that you are wrong, it will cut you. Am I preaching? So there are times we hear the word of God. And we hear the word of God. And um, this, this, this month we are supposed to... We are supposed to be dealing um, to be dealing with giving and tithing and offerings. And I know Pastor Harriet began last uh, last Sunday, but today I felt it strong in my spirit to just to just talk, to come here, to come to this place. Because at times you look at yourself and how the Bible talks about about us tithing and how our blessings are tied to our tithing. And then when you look at yourself, you know that you have not been faithful in your tithing. Hello. We talk about fasting, that there are things that do not move unless you have fasted. But you're looking at yourself, you know, the longest you can do without a meal is from bread. So there is a way when the word of God comes, you're like, ah, not again, not again, not again. I, I have to do this. I have to work on this. I have to work on this. Have you ever heard the word of God? And after you're done, you say, from today. From today, in fact, tomorrow I'm starting fasting. <laughs> How many of you have ever been in that place? From tomorrow, not today is still weekend. So, let's do it tomorrow. Tomorrow when I'm fresh. And then tomorrow you wake up. And then you go to the office. And then around lunch hour, your colleague brings chipsy mayai over all the foods. That's, that's the day they choose to bring chips mayai. You know chips mayai has its own harufu. It's a very peculiar one. That's the day. Oh, that's the day that your favorite meal, summer, you, you, just, you just smell it. Dude, I don't know, Kama, Kama the, the, our office, um, the church office, I don't know who is he cooks pilau on Saturdays. But there is a wind of a good pillow that always blows when I'm in the office on a Saturday. Like on a Saturday. Every Saturday. There is a day I said, Because there is just this aroma that fills the whole street. Now imagine you're fasting. And your weakness is pillow. But yesterday you had said, voluntarily, tomorrow I'm fasting. Why? Because I need to seek God. I need to find God. Have you ever heard a word being preached and then you hear it and how it is being articulated and you feel like, I don't think I've spent enough time with my Bible. As in the way this, the way this preacher is preaching, the way this, oh, you are in a Bible, you know, Bible study, or you are in the care group, and then you hear other people's revelations. Hello? Am I communicating? You hear other people's revelations, you're like, ah, 
man, I'm shallow. I need from tomorrow. Now I'm, I'm doing three chapters a day. Tomorrow comes. You have your app that you have downloaded. It is giving you reminders that you need to read the it pops up. You need to read the Bible. Today it is day four of Sijui, 30 days of your Bible reading. How many of you are on that annual Bible reading app? Eh? Today is supposed to be day 100 Sijui and wherever, wherever. The last time you read was in, was in February the 5th. So you have like, I don't know how many hundred days to catch up. You know, in that app, you have to, you, you, there is a place you can press to catch up. You have been catching up and catching up and catching up. With, with the many smiles that I'm seeing, <laughs> we have many victims in here. <laughs> So at times we feel like our deeds or lack thereof is what shall give us a certain room before God. And it's, it's similar to what was happening to the children of Israel. So they come and they hear this word. They're like, I say, this thing is deep. This thing is deep. You hear the word of God, you see your sin. You're like, ah, this thing is deep. I don't think I deserve this God. But to me, what amazes me is the reverence they have towards the word of God, towards the Bible. The minute it is opened, they stand up. When the word of God is being preached, they stand up when it is being read. Then from there, the people explain it to them. After the word was explained, now matters became even worse. Because, you know, it's one thing for you to read and you feel like, you know what, I've not understood it anyway. So you think you can hide, that, you know, you can hide your way into that. I did not understand it. Until somebody explains it to you and you realize I can't hide from this truth. So their hearts were broken. Their hearts were ripped apart. And the Bible says they started crying. They started weeping. Because now they can see that if at all God is to come back right now, of course that, that, was, that, that was Jesus had not yet been revealed, but for you and I today there are things when we hear, we're like if at all Jesus is to come back today, I don't know. The only thing I'm confident about is the fact that he died for me on the cross and I've received him as Lord and Savior of my life. That's the only confidence I have. But that my deeds match his holiness and his spirity, I'm not very sure if I am there. So to some people, we live in such a place and a sense of if he comes back today, me, I'm done. I'm done. So we are so conscious of what you have not done. You're so conscious of the areas that you have not matched up to the levels of God. To the point that you miss on what Jesus has already done for you on the cross. And by the fact that what you are today and how you live today is purely by the grace of God. And it is by the grace of God that you will make it to heaven. Hello? Stay with me. So... As these people are broken and they are weeping and they are crying, they are like, oh Lord, Mimi. There are those, I, 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 am, a, I am a strong believer of, um, of repentance. Um, I'm a strong believer of we need to repent for the sins, most, most 100%, absolutely. It is very, very important, very crucial. However, there are times 
when we repent and how we repent, we make, we almost make the blood of Jesus look like in, insufficient. Um, I have seen people, I've seen people saying things like, Mimi si fai kabisa. Mimi si kitu kabisa. Mimi si kitu. No, you are created in the image of God. So you can't say, Mimi si kitu kabisa. Kuna mungine alise, kuna yikuna tumia gama neno magumu sana. Kuna mungine alise maga ni, kuna mnyama flani alijita. Is it mimi ni inzi tu? Oh, something, eh? E mimi ni mende tu mbele yako buwana. I mean, how are you belittling the finished work of the cross to that, you know, to, to that level. So, kuna hizo repentance. And, 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 and there are those, somebody, somebody the other day told me, um, 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 alituma sadaka. Akasema, pastor, I know that this, 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 this is not enough. You know, but, but I know as you're praying, as you're in the ministry, please remember me. Because even the dogs eat from the crumbs of, you know. But then, I said, I understand I like what you think is humility. However, we are past that. The blood of Jesus has already given you thamani kubwa sana. The blood of Jesus has given you such a value. It's, it's a matter of acknowledging, Lord, I know I'm wrong. I am deeply, truly sorry. Help me so that I turn around and I stop living this, you know, this lifestyle and I come to live a life that fully pleases you not belittling what he has already done for you on the cross so these guys came to a place now I don't know what they were saying before God I don't know how they were crying but it sounds like or it seems like they are crying and they are weeping made Nehemiah a little bit you know concerned that mm -mm, you guys the word of God is supposed to uplift you it's supposed to give you hope. It's supposed to give you joy. It's supposed to strengthen your inner man. Even if the word of God cuts you, after it has cut you, it now makes you whole. If I come to you and I preach to you, and by the time I'm done with you, you are worse than how you had walked in. I've not preached to you the good news of the, of, of, of the Lord Jesus Christ. I've not told you the truth. Because the truth is supposed to set you free. Hello? What do I ask? Respond with me. So, however it is this was presented, and however it is that it was perhaps communicated to them, yes, perhaps yes, they, they, they got to a place of repentance and the crying in the word. However, they are supposed to come back to a place of, Lord, you have rebuked us. Thank you for rebuking us. From today, I will change. Thank you for rebuking me. Now I pick up my joy and I move on. So we come back. Take me to verse 8. Um, so they read distinctly from the book in the law of God and they gave the sense and helped them to understand the reading 9. Yeah, 9 is where I wanted. And Nehemiah, who was the governor, um, Ezra the priest and the scribe and the Levites who taught the people, said to all the people, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn nor weep. For all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. 10. Then he said to them, Go your way. Eat the fat. Drink the sweet. And send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Do not sorrow. Even if the word of God has cut you. 
after he has cut you, do not sorrow. Because that word and the realization of who you were and what Jesus has already done for you in your life, then that word is what gives you the strength. Now it gives you the strength and it gives you the boldness to approach him. It gives you the boldness to enter the holy of holies. Because if the word of God has not been revealed to you and it has not been told to you who you are now, who you were, and what you can do now after the finished work of the cross, then you would not have the boldness to approach God. So it is the joy of the Lord that gives us the strength. That's why we say with joy we draw from the wells of salvation. Because if, 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 if at all we did not understand what salvation is, then we wouldn't have been able to draw from what salvation comes with. Salvation comes with strength. It comes with, with an assurance of our eternity. Salvation comes with an assurance of healing. It comes with an assurance of increase. It comes with an assurance of everything. However, if we are too afraid to go to search the scriptures on what salvation has done for us, it means we will miss out on it. That's why with joy, the joy that gives us the strength, the joy that gives us the boldness, now we can search the scriptures and we can know this is deserving of me because Jesus paid it for me on the cross. What were you? Are we together? Because at the end of the day, when a truth is being, is being preached, Jesus is, is, is on a mission to find the lost. That is his mission, to find the lost. And how we find the lost is just by preaching the truth. Um, it's, it's very interesting. That's why I keep saying I think Frank's, Frank's um, 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 testimony was very prophetic. Because he said, I was lost. I was lost for those number of years. I was away from church. And then I came back. He comes back. And, and you know, you come back and you sit. And you hear the word of God. And you know, did I make the right choice coming back to church? Because when you hear that truth, when you see how others are enjoying that salvation, have you ever gone to church and you have seen people, they are joyful, Yani they are happy. They are singing. They are dancing. For you, unajua jana umepiga tukio. You know. But then, it takes boldness and it takes the grace of God to decide, I'm going to see it anyway. Let them enjoy their joy. I don't feel it. I don't feel like it. However, it's not my joy that I am going to depend on. Let me depend on the joy of the Lord because it will give me strength. And the more you sit, the joy of the Lord strengthens you. The joy of the Lord strengthens you. The joy of the Lord strengthens you because your own joy, it will never be enough. Understanding the truth, understanding what Jesus did for you on the cross, that is what you are clinging on. There are times when you look at life, the way life, life, it's as if life decided I'm against you. You, you, you. you wake up and you're wondering, it's another day and I have to take on this day. You wake up and you realize your bank account does not look like joy. That is if you have an account. Hello? You have more month than you have a salary. Do you understand? 
Yani when the salary came in ka, week two, actually week one and a half, it was done. So you have more month than you have the money. It doesn't look, look like, it does not look like joy. Then you come and you say, okay, maybe, maybe, I can find, maybe I can find solace in the fact that I've been praying and reading the word of God. You come here, you also realize, also this side have been shallow. Then you decide, ah, maybe, maybe, maybe family, maybe friends, maybe there are people that I can, you know, I can hold on to. You come there, you realize you have lost almost all the friends. Because when the Lord is dealing with you, he starts removing them. He starts removing them. Even, even, even the ones that you never thought would walk away. Those ones who had, who had made a vow that you and I, we are sisters, covenant sisters, covenant brothers, even those ones. And it has absolutely nothing to do with them. It has everything on the fact that kuna mahali unapita. Kuna mahali mungu na kutengeneza. So you wake up, even the friends part you don't have. Even the ones at church, you have not, you're not very sure which one is it now I can be friends with because I know myself. I'm not very good at keeping friendships. Hello? Either that, or you have been hurt too much. Now, you're also very skeptical on who is it that you bring into your life because all those people that you had brought into your life somehow shared your life stories. So you are being very, very careful. So there are times you stand and the only thing you can rely on is the joy of the Lord. Because your own is not enough. You know, I came to realize joy is not a feeling. It is a decision. The same way forgiveness is not a feeling. It is a decision. I choose because Jesus died for me on the cross. I'm going to hold on to my joy. So no matter what is, you know, what is going on around me, I'm standing on this joy. I don't have a job. Joy of the Lord is my strength. I don't have the money. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I don't feel healed. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Those clients have not come back to me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I have to go back to the office. I have the strength to go back and try new relationships. I have the strength. Oh, Lord Jesus, relationships. They have broken my heart. I don't even know which piece is where. But the joy of the Lord is my strength. Hello? So he comes and he tells them, go your way. Eat the fat. Go and eat. They have hurt me. They have betrayed me so much. Pastor, you don't understand the level of betrayal that happened. Were you betrayed as much as Jesus was betrayed? Umefika kiwango cha Jesus kwa betrayed. Church folk, church people are very hurtful. Church people are very, by the way, let me talk. Can we talk? Maumivu makari yako kanisani. Church people will hurt you. Properly. My friend, church people, it's like they are anointed. 
I always wonder, how does that do this to work? They are anointed for fire, as in when they are praying, fire yeah, 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 comes down. But the same church people, they are anointed on the other side. When they flip the coin like this, you won't believe it's church people. The kind of stories you will hear from church people, man, you'll be shocked. You will hear things about yourself, you're wondering, is this still me that they're talking about? This is new information. Church people. But you have to understand that church people are people. Before they are church people, they are people. There is a meme which was, you know, like some, some weeks ago. Church is like a hospital. And those that go there are sick. And sick people, not all sick people respond to medication. So we have some church people which medication has not responded. Their blood has not yet worked. We have a pastor friend, um, pastor, 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 uh, I'm forgetting his name. Um, Jay something. He, he, he looks a lot like, like, like Pastor Alex, the one in Uganda. Jackson. He, he would look at some, he would look at some of us um, when we were younger and he would say, some of these people need a pint of the blood of Jesus. As in, the liters that Jesus' blood <laughs> has been poured upon them is not enough. <laughs> if, if, if this one needed, you know, quarter of, of, of a liter, this one, this one needs three liters for them to be properly cleansed. So we have people who still need many liters of the blood. And we're in the same church. We're in the same house. Hello? So you, you can be at that place where you're like, but, but even, 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 even the same place that I am going to get healing is the same place that is being used to hurt me. Now, are they the ones that are healing you? That's why we come back to the joy of the Lord. Because even they themselves need that joy. They themselves need that healing. What, 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 what gives some of us or what gives pastors satisfaction is to see the transformation of the people. There are people, if I'm to give you their history, you'll say, eh, I don't believe it. This one used to be like that. Because right now you're seeing the refined product. But if you came back then when they needed three liters of blood, I'm exhibit number one. I think I've hurt a lot of people in the church growing up. A lot. As the worship team members, they will tell you, okay, none of them are here. Maybe just Pastor Lily. They told you. And, 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 and Madam Thelma there is, is laughing. Because she knows. Straightforward. But I was growing up. So church people will hurt you because they are also growing. MC Celestine, you're laughing. What else does he feel? Your team leaders will hurt you. Hello? 
Your pastors will hurt you. You don't want to hear that. Eh? There are days I will wake up, I'm not, I've not woken up properly. God forbid. But church, you will be hurt. One way or the other. As long as you're dealing with human beings, you will be hurt. In your business ventures, you will be hurt. In your office, you will be hurt. In your teams, you will be hurt. But the joy of the Lord shall give you strength. So we do not, our joy, that's why the difference between happiness and joy is that happiness is because of the happenings. It's because of the, of the events that are happening around you. But the joy is because of what God is doing within you. It is more of a spiritual, it's a, it's a fruit of the spirit. And the fruit of the spirit, let me tell you, one, one way or one of the ways or part of the ways that the Holy Spirit deals with us or does so that he can cultivate the fruit of the spirit within us is by taking us through situations that are going to mold you. They are going to press that fruit. You cannot say that you're walking in the fruit of patience if you have not been subjected in a place where you must be patient. So you'll come across a very, very difficult boss. Or you'll come across a very, very slow co-worker. Slow. A snail and a subiria. Until they make a decision. Oh Lord Jesus Christ. Oh the Lord will give you a husband or a wife. Who takes their time? Jesus is Lord. Spouses understand. I want it now. I want it now. Yeah, this is the time. Uh, the brother will take his time. Patience will only be built if we subject you to such environment. Let me tell you. A, a, a compassion was birthed in me after having children. Before that, I really didn't care about people's feelings. I, I did not care about your feeling. If I want this to be done, it will be done. We will come to deal with your feelings when we are done with the work that is supposed to happen. I still struggle with that a little bit, but at least the Lord has brought compassion out of me. But children come in. They don't care whether you want your thing done now. And even if you reprimand them, Lord Jesus. And God will make sure he's giving you children who are exactly like you to humble you properly. You will pay the price. I have a child after Nimesham came here, what, what, and then they'll come and they tell me, but mommy, you are rude to me. Like I'm rude. I was telling you the truth. I'm teaching you manners. No, you are still rude. You can explain. I will still understand. Precious. Oh yeah. That's the new generation. The walk generation. Walk my foot. <laughs> eh? 
But if you kill that, then I will kill their their independence or their confidence in expressing themselves and expressing their feelings. So, this is God dealing with my heart. That even if you want your point, you know, across, there is a way you can package it. There is a way you can say it. You don't need to. You, you don't need. And then he made matters worse. After now, I would, I would now, you know, pastoring makes you cancel a lot of people. So when you're canceling a people who are so broken and they're so hurt, the number one issues they will be dealing with is how their parents hurt them. Normally, that's the, that's the most difficult hurt. That's the most painful, you know, part. So my mom did this to me. Oh, my dad did this to me. Oh, my dad denied me. My mom, my mom was very rude. And then as they are saying that, my head na piga na isabu kichwa ni kwangu. Wale wananchi wangu pare ndani. Yani nye mnaongea, mimi ni najiwazia jinsi ambavyo. Am I doing the same thing to my children? So after hearing such stories time and time again, I had to develop compassion. But before that, my friend, you would have to depend on the joy of the Lord to manage life around me. Let me tell you something. Everybody in here is on a journey. Everyone is on a journey. You must decide, I will enjoy my journey. If I'm not going to enjoy my journey this way, I will depend on the joy of the Lord to enjoy my journey. Not every day is the same. There are days we wake up. Tumevurugwa. Umevurugwa na nini? Hujui. Usiku tu umekuvuruga mtumishi. Kuna lindoto gani umeota limekuvuru gani umeamka hauko vizuri wenzako wanaomba unashangaa wanaomba nini sasa pasansi anaimbisha hapa joy joy like every every day is the same song you you don't have another song in your in your in your, in your playlist mchungaji every day is joy 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 where joy which there are days you wake up mbili na mbili haikai that is just proof that you are human. Kama kila siku uko tu hivi. Kila siku mwenzetu. Kwanza na wasiwasi maana siku likikukuta you will not know how to handle it. Bwana Yesu asifiwe. So on those days we depend on the joy of the Lord. We choose to depend on the joy of the Lord. It is the state of our heart. It is a choice. Joy is not necessarily for you to be laughing and and, and you jumping and, and and whatever. No. By the way, you can be so joyful and very calm. We will just we will just sense what you are releasing in the atmosphere. There are those that are quiet, but they are not joyful. They have not said a word, but one look is enough to tell you, eh, the joy of the Lord is not here. <laughs> the joy of the Lord is not here. So it's not on the expressions. It can be one of the ways for it to be seen is from the expressions, but it's not necessarily that. So we depend on the joy of the Lord to make it through the day. Because our own joy is insufficient, one. And two, when you look at our own deeds, we, we cannot find joy from these deeds. Only from what he has done on the cross for us. 
That's why after they heard the word, they knew, man, this life is imposed, started crying. But then I love the solution. Go your way. Eat the fat. Huh? Some of you did not catch what I'm talking about when they're eating the fat part. Go your way. Eat your kitty motto. Go your way. Eat your chicken. For those that are vegetarians, go your way and eat your broccoli. Do you know it does not even sound nice? Did, did it sound nice to you? Go your way and eat your vegetable soup. Did it sound nice? Paul and our chongo are vegetarians, but I love you vegetarians. Go your way. Eat the fat. Today, go and eat some good food somewhere. And you did not sound like you're planning on going to eat something nice. Even if you're broke, go. Somebody in that group will pay. Huh? You don't know? Show up. Hey. Siri. Once your friends are going to eat, simply because you do not have the money, don't say me, I don't have the money, I'm staying. No, show up. They will feel bad. They will pay for you. You go. Go. Go your way. Eat the fat. Drink the sweet. Hello? Show up. They will scrap. So, tuchangishane, tuchangishane. Show up. The musicians are very happy today. Because the, the, they have their outings, these ones. Let me tell you something. One of the ways to just have joy in that. And, and I, love, I love what he's saying. Because go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet. And send portions to those of whom nothing is prepared. No, how asasa? Weu nangukia hapa. Ukondani ya scripture. Yenu kondani ya neno. That is how you cement the joy of the Lord. By eating and drinking and paying for other people's bills. Hello. We will come and we'll talk about, about giving. That giving is not just, that doesn't end just in tithing. After you're finished tithing, then you're going to have excess. What do you do with the excess? Good deeds. That's scripture. Good deeds. So are you are you on the because to go your way? They'll just walk away from church today and then they'll go sleep. In their hearts, they have joy. Eh? And they will watch one movie, they'll be fine. And then there are those that will go their way and they will eat the fat. Hello? They will eat their good meat, they will eat their good food. And then there are those that will go ahead and after they have eaten, they will drink nicely. Now, I did not say go drink alcohol. Go and drink sweet. Eh? Apple juice, a Coca-Cola. Uh, Pastor Lily, stop drinking Coca-Cola. Eh? Go ahead. Drink the sweet and send portions to those of whom nothing is prepared. Terry, carry a takeaway. Go home. Take it to the children. Sambaza upendo. 
kusambaza furaha ya Bwana. Sambaza. Ukichisikia kunisambazia nipo mtumishi namba yangu ni 078 But the joy of the Lord is your strength. There is this joy that is just normally brought up when you eat together. Hello? That's why we normally leave, you know, a cup of tea at the back. Something. Say hi to someone. As you're sipping, the, there is something about after, when you have not eaten for a while and then a warm tea goes down your you can You can feel it. You can hear it. I don't know if you can hear it or you can hear it or you can hear it, but you can hear it as your tumbo is being warmed up. There's something about it. Suddenly you come, you come, you become alive. Which is actually a bad prayer. Don't pray for hunger over your enemies. Let God deal with them. If you want to give them hunger, that's up to them. But hunger is bad. They hunger. Some of you, the anger you have is just because you're. If I just feed you, you suddenly become sweet. Suddenly, you'll be nice. But go your way. Eat your fat. Drink your sweet. And take a takeaway for somebody. Pay somebody's bill. Because that is how you cement the joy of the Lord. Hello. Any maisha kio magumu metaka. If I worry for the whole world, what is Jesus' job? Why am I taking Jesus' job? It is him who carried the whole world in his shoulders, not me. So at times when you're too worried, remember the joy of the Lord is my strength. When I hear the word of God, it, it cuts me. I say, Lord, thank you for rebuking me, for making me, and molding me. Your joy is my strength. At least now I know I can boldly approach you. Then I'll get up, I will go, and I will eat. Yes, one is Stand up on your feet. Let's finish this thing. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and share the message to your family and friends. Follow us on our social media at Kingstar Church.